We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please! Help! Yeah. Like you were that. doing a bit. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's never a show of ours without technical difficulties. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Isbro Podcast. My name is Sarge. And joining me tonight is a man that works religiously out of his closet. One day, he might come out of the closet. It's Monster. How you doing, buddy? It is a clothis. Okay? Mm. Clothis. Get it right. Got it. Also, joining with us tonight is a man who, by the looks of his outfit, has gotten in touch with either his really casual side or his emo side. We will have to wait to see which one it is. Give it up for danger. How you doing, danger? I'm tempted to let you keep wondering. No, it's just <laughs> cold in here. So no, I'm pretty you. sure it's his Unabomber side, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Timothy McVeigh? What? No. Sorry, I just knew that name off the top of my head. All right. So tonight on the Esporo Podcast, we're going to talk about the letter G. And what we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to do it a little bit different because there is a lot of these. This particular topic has spawned let me check my notes to get this number correctly it has spawned oh yeah the original was in 1954 and it has spawned 33 japanese films five american films numerous video games novels comic book television shows we're going to talk about the original kaiju godzilla i mean if we walk away from this without talking about the Matthew Broderick masterpiece that was... No, no, no. We have barely started and you're already bringing up that hack, Roland Emmerich. I will quit. I will. I didn't bring it. Didn't, I didn't bring it up. You did. Okay. Sarge just said there's like 97 iterations of Godzilla. We don't need to waste our time and effort on the shit fest that is Roland Emmerich's attempt at it. Okay. Move on. Just I, go. I, did, I didn't bring nope. it up. You did. No, 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 no. So like I said, we're going to do this a little bit differently because there is so much behind these films. We're going to talk about the original for a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the masterful remakes. We're actually going to go down the, how they're ranked based off of critic reviews and stuff like that. But we're also going to talk about something near and dear to my heart. My heart. Oh my gosh, Steven, I had a your heart. Yeah, I know, right? Are you having um, a heart a heart attack? A-A-E-U-R-T. There you go. Right. But the television show, and a lot of people don't remember the Godzilla television show. I'm not talking about the 1998 Godzilla the series that was done. I'm talking about the 1978 to 1981 Godzilla show uh, cartoon oh. that was out. I don't know this. Yeah, me neither. Oh. I'm not familiar. Oh, it's a uh, classic classy it's so good it must um, have only been in hungary or germany or wherever it was you were living at the time actually been on adult swim boomerang nickelodeon not nickelodeon uh, cartoon network a couple other okay okay i'll take your word for it i don't know this i'm more familiar with shut uh, up the... <laughs> shut up i can see your face just shut up okay so all 33 films Five American films, video games, novels, comic books, television shows, t-shirts, hats, cups, etc. Merchandise 
has if, all added up to almost $2 billion over the lifetime of this franchise. If there is something that they could put Godzilla on, they did it. Godzilla is basically the kiss of monsters. A kiss of monsters? I don't think yeah, I... Except Godzilla doesn't have a kiss cough or doesn't have a coffin like Kiss does. He doesn't have his own coffee line either, but he, he, he doesn't. Should. He should. He should. Now, He's got to have a lot of caffeine. So I'm sure, Sarge, you'll probably jump around and bring up a bunch of different iterations and talk about different things. But one of my first introductions to Godzilla was the, I don't remember the year, but it was the Nintendo game Godzilla, where you basically played as Godzilla or Mothra and just walked from one side of the screen to the other while a barrage of shit came flying at you and you just kept hitting the attack button in hope that you swatting it back. Yeah, yeah. it was oh, it's so bad, but it there was, was also, no strategy to that game at no, all. No, no, no. There was no way to like do it. Well, you just hit the button and hoped for the best. And then there was this whole like randomized thing where things would attack you. It was not good, but for the time, you know, it was pretty neat. That was kind of my introduction to Godzilla, I think. It was nifty, says Monster. Okay. It was super rad. (laughs) So we are going to do this a little bit differently. Instead of going through like everything for every movie, we're just going to gloss over some of the important stuff. We're going to talk about the stuff that the movies kept the same. Kind of some of the stuff that they've changed. Like I said, we're going to go over the movie rankings. That's going to take a hot second anyways. So to get this started, the original Godzilla... Or in Japanese, there's a bunch of weird squiggly letters. I can't read Japanese, so I um, actually have I actually have the framed the odd size like ja- or yeah Japanese Godzilla posters from several of the movies framed. So yeah, Roland Emmerich movie is not my introduction to it. That's not all I'm familiar with. I'm very very familiar with Godzilla, but yeah, no, I tried to pick out which one says Godzilla, and I'm only able to do it when they're like three next to each other, and I can pick out similar characters. He was also called Gojira, mm-hmm. Godzilla, G-O-D with the little apostrophe at the top, Z-I-L-A, go to Zira as well, all within the same Japanese movie premise there. So he's a fictional monster or kaiju. And for those people who don't know, the word kaiju basically means a large monster that attacks shit. Yep. Pretty much Pretty what it much. means. It's fun. It debuted in 1954, directed and co-written by Ishiro Honda. The character Mm -hmm. has since become an international pop culture icon, appearing in various medias, the 33 films, five American films, numerous video games, novels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All told at this, at this point, Basically, the whole premise of Godzilla was put forth after the bombing of Pearl of, of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and has several iterations depending on the movie and its interpretation. But most broad spectrumly, everyone kind of agrees it was Ashiro Honda did it because he said that they poked the sleeping dragon, the sleeping bear with the bombing of Pearl Harbor and the United States essentially dropped a fireball on him. Not once, but twice. I mean, because if it's good, why not do it again? So to piggyback off of that, the horror trend at the time in the 1950s was 
big nuclear sci-fi monsters. And so Japan sort of followed suit because America, we had, you know, we had the smaller scaled sci-fi stuff like the man with the screaming brain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we also had, what was it called? Them or they with the giant ant. I think it was both. Yeah. Yeah. They. Then you had the fly and these like weird, like nuclear disaster movies. So <laughs> this was Japan's answer to that. And it, it went on pretty well. I remember watching them with my grandfather and the dubbing was absolutely horrible. Yeah. Mouse would move and then words would come out or words would come out and then mouths would move. You just kind of had to like just learn to ignore it as best yes. you can. The so before I go any farther, this is this is the topic here. If go on, okay. Well, <laughs> according to the critic rankings, right, the Godzilla movies. I'm gonna allude to Roland Emmerich's not being in the top ten. Thank um, you. Yep, you're welcome. So if you had to pick the kaiju Godzilla movie. I want you to tell me, Danger, right now, which one is your favorite? And I will tell you where it lands on the scale. So I have an affinity for older ones. I cannot tell you which one is which. I've seen a bunch of them. But Mm -hmm. I am a big fan of the, what was it, 2017 one that came out? Now, was that that the one with the the monsters, I think? No, no, I think that one was just called Godzilla, the one that has what's his name from Breaking Bad, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Or uh, Brian Brian Cranston. Yeah. Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said but he's for like two minutes. Uh, like he's not in there very long. Spoiler no, no. He's like Build is like the main guy, and yeah, he's not in it very much. Yeah. Do, 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 do. If you're do, doing that much, it's pretty far down the list. It is. It is, it is, it is. It is even didn't even make the list. Oh, that's a shame because that was a good movie. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, well, they I have mean, a they okay. have a 2014. 2014. Huh? Okay, so it came out twenty fourteen. All right. Oh man, I was looking yeah. at I look. I, I was I was searching it by years. Hold on, you got to have one person that's always got to mess it up. And that one was directed by Gareth Edwards, and he's he's not a hack. He's he's a few levels above Mr. Roland Emmerich for sure. Oh, for sure. So the 2014 Godzilla, the synopsis is Ford Brody, a Navy bomb expert, has just reunited with his family in San Francisco when he has to go bail his dad out of prison. Yada, yada, yada. Break into the island. Spoiler alert. He dies. That was number 11 out of 33. Okay. Yeah, and then the sequel to that was 2019's Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Okay. Yes. Okay. So which one's what? Which one's yours, Monster? So I'll be honest with you. I know I've seen a lot of the older ones, like like Danger said, but I don't remember really remember them by name. I I think there was one called King of the Monsters, which was back in the 70s that had like. I want to say maybe had Mecha Godzilla and Gaidan and a couple other ones in there. Which one was it? I think it's called King of the Monsters. What what year did you say? I'm sorry. I want to say it was in the in the 70s. I've also got IMDb pulled up here. I'm trying to look too. 
Let's see, King of the Monsters, nineteen fifty-six. Actually, it was. It's you so were uh, you were about twenty years off. Yeah. Okay. So this was probably a direct sequel to the original. Actually. So Godzilla, King of the Monsters, nineteen fifty-six is number six. Okay, on the I, all-time charts. That one was pretty cool because I think that one had like a few different kaiju's and there was a whole lot of fighting going on a whole lot of fighting and and i also thought the more recent kong versus godzilla was pretty cool too yeah it reminded me of the uh, rampage video games and yes i have a soft spot for those so it was fun me and me and wife went and saw it in theaters and had a good time with it you mean the movie rampage didn't remind you of it <laughs> yeah so it was a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. I never well, saw the I movie. Mean, it was should have terrible. Like if you grew up with the NES version of Rampage, you know, you're expecting climbing the buildings and like, you know, stuff like that. It's not the what main it was. activity in the game. Yes. I mean, while towards the end of the movie, they did go into a city and totally wreck house. It was the the interaction between Dwayne Johnson and the and the primate. Right, was actually pretty funny, in some instances of it. The the what, what do you want to call it? the lead actress? I would say um she was like it had oh what's his name as the FBI not the FBI agent the uh, NSA agent oh uh, Dean Jeffrey Dean what about Negan Negan Jeffrey D Morgan yes. yeah he was in it and he had his own swagger in it which made yeah. it made it okay so yeah, yeah i i don't know it didn't do it for me i'm just gonna stick well, by a lot of things that don't do it for you yeah i saw the previews and thought hey that looks cool and then it was like in one ear and out the other i completely i kind of even forgot it existed until just we were having this conversation <laughs> <laughs> so as i said there was some animated series that came out we had the american animated monster television series by hannah barbera that aired on NBC from September 9th, 1978, with the title of the Godzilla Power Hour. The series continued to air until 1981, which it was then sold off to Cartoon Network after Cartoon Network bought the rights in, I want to say it was the late 90s. I don't have that in my notes, but they did buy the rights to it, and they did air it. The premise of that one is, the team of researchers and their son go out on this boat and they run into all these situations with like, I think a Captain Planet, but with Godzilla. But Godzilla also has a baby, baby Godzilla. Captain Godzilla. Yeah. Right. Well, except, you know, there was no, no five people whose powers had to combine to save the planet. It was just Godzilla totally wrecking house when needed. So there was a son of Godzilla. Was it? Yes. I never saw one episode of it, and I have no reference for any of it whatsoever, but I'm quite curious about it now. And then after after some success in the Godzilla franchise reboot, Godzilla the series was developed by Jeffrey Klein and Richard Rainis, and it and originally aired on Fox Kids in the United States from September 1998 to April 2000. And... It is and a sequel to Godzilla in 1998, which where is Monster's favorite director, Monster's 
favorite movie, but the characters come back to reprise their roles in the animated series to pick up where it left off. But wasn't that one like Godzilla fighting for good? Like they could control them and yeah. 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 So it's actually kind of interesting if you look at the lineage of Godzilla, it flip flops. Sometimes Mm -hmm. he's the big scary monster wrecking the city. Sometimes he's the big scary monster stopping the bigger, scarier monster from wrecking the city. So it's it's kind of interesting. Godzilla is sort of, I don't want to say similar to King Kong in the sense of one time it's this big scary thing destroying you and then it's like your savior. But that's kind of what they did with the character. He kind of went from being a bad guy to a good guy and kind of back and forth. Well, in the comic book genre, the Godzilla comic books are actually labeled him as a anti-hero. So when Godzilla was stopping the bigger, badder monster, was that because Godzilla wanted to be the biggest and the baddest on the block? Well, I mean, whatever works. I, I mean, think about your think about your anti-heroes. Yeah, they just it, do things for their own personal reasons. So, yeah, yeah, for their own personal gain. So yeah, I can see that. You you also kind of bounce back and forth between Godzilla being a giant, mindless, destruct like destructive force, and then a highly intelligent being. You know, like why does he do what he does? Because he's a wild animal. Sometimes, sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's a highly sophisticated creature. Well, you you don't need big explanations as to why. No, and I think that's why some of the newer movies aren't, I'm not going to say they're not as good, but they're not as much fun, is because they try to get too serious with it. They try oh, to spend, there's too much family drama and personal stories. Like, we came here to see the big ass lizard break stuff. Get to it. Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to disagree with you there that that's what we did come to see. But at the same time, I really enjoyed all the newer Godzilla King Kong movies. I, yeah, I liked. I like. I said I liked some of them too. I was having a good time with some of them. And Sarge, you're probably going to bring this up later, but I just saw there's a new one getting ready to come. Yes, out. yes, there is Godzilla minus zero or something like no, that. There's actually two new ones coming out. Godzilla yeah, they, minus zero is one of them. Uh huh. And the other one was under a working title, and I don't know if they've changed it. Like Godzilla New World Order was the working title for it. Yeah, if you pop on IMDb, IMDb, they yeah, might have I think it's it Godzilla versus, it's like King Kong versus Godzilla New World Order or something, right? Like, I think it's no, another, uh, the, no? From, from the plot story that's been leaked, apparently there's another monster that's bigger and stronger and faster and better. There it is. has more money than <laughs> Godzilla and, and Kong put together. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be like a buddy flick. Oh man, like Rush Hour, but with King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, I was I was gonna go Starsky and Hutch, but Lethal yeah, weapon we like Godzilla oh, gets thrown into a go. building. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in. One hundred percent in. I'd watch it. I'm just saying. Yeah. So the origins of Godzilla actually are as device as the 37, 38 some odd movies that are coming out, but universally agreed that he was born from the nuclear test sites on the Bikini Atoll, which, by the way, fun fact, your favorite lovable cartoon character, SpongeBob SquarePants, is from Bikini Bottom, located at the Bikini Atoll. So he's actually a product of 
nuclear testing. There you go. That um, explains that why. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Like I was saying, though, he they say that he that he's a prehistoric animal that was drawn to the radioactive testing sites where he grew big and strong and powerful and then had to branch out to find more nuclear radiation. That's one of the theories. Another theory is, is these giant animals have been around forever, but they've just been hiding towards the center of the Earth because the Earth's center creates its own form of natural radiation, and that's where they thrive on. The Brian Cranston version, 2014 King Godzilla movie, actually says that they've been around for a while, but they've been in stasis until some jackass built a nuclear power factory near one of their nesting sites, and that's how Brian Cranston's wife dies. Spoiler alert yet again. And and, oh, yeah. if I'm not, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Godzilla versus King Kong goes into the whole hollow earth conspiracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, yeah. they're all in they're all in there somewhere. <laughs> yes. So I forget Well, that's where like, King Kong was, I don't think. Yes. No, yes, he he yeah. he was on he was on Skull Island. Kong Kong Island. He was on Kong Island. Skull Island. Skull yeah, Island. Skull yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I make sure I got it right. I, now I need to go back and watch it and figure out how yeah. the whole thing. It's the Samuel Jackson one. Is I it? never saw that one. Yeah, he's yeah, on. I, I miss that one because they because they because they tie his ass. They call it they tie King Kong to a damn aircraft carrier deck. Like that's gonna keep him from going places. Now <laughs> let's strap the giant animal on the fucking aircraft carrier and put it out in the middle of the ocean. Well, I don't so, remember Sam happen. Jackson in those, but okay. I think Samuel Jackson was in one of them. I I'm not going to doubt you, but and I think John C. Riley too, or something mm-hmm. like that. I've always wanted to see that one. I never did. Skull Tell, me this. Good. Tell me this, Sarge. Talking about King Kong and Godzilla here. King Kong has fluctuated in size depending Absolutely. on the film and the series. You know, because at one point he was climbing the Empire State Building. The old the next, school Kong, yes, yeah, and then. Fast forward, he's as big as the Empire State Building. I don't remember Godzilla really doing that. I think Godzilla pretty much stayed the same, right? Give or take. We could go into like Hollywood movie magic with camera angles to make things look taller or shorter, things like that. I don't think there's ever been a universally agreed upon height for King. No. Godzilla, everyone was like, see this lizard? Make this MF or tall that's what we're well, gonna do. he's godzilla's changed height throughout things and uh i mean i actually know this because the boy the 13 year old was is really into king kong or was at one point and i was looking at getting a like poster of the sizes of godzilla and he has been all over the map and I could say oh, the roland okay. emmerich godzilla is actually one of the smaller ones but godzilla's been all over the map but well, you also have ones in i mean how many movies? Like 40-something movies? I don't know. We're going to keep changing the number of movies. <laughs> but there has been so many different Godzillas. There's like oh, a, yeah, there's I'm looking. a Godzilla that's like the size of a planet out in space somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking it's, at that now. I get you. Yeah, he has definitely gone up and down over the years for sure. And it would make sense that Roland Emmerich's would be smaller than most because they had to like correlate it with his talent level. That That checks out. I remember at one scene in that movie, there was like a hole that he had jumped through a building and caused or something. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, you he know, went through the hole and so did Emmerich's career. Just, 
Yeah. The hole was a toilet bowl and it was not a metaphor, literal, literal <laughs> toilet bowl. So whenever someone says King Kong, you know what I automatically think of? What? The training day part where Denzel Washington gets up there and he's like, King Kong ain't got shit on me. That's what I think about. But I know it's hard to talk about Godzilla without talking about King Kong, but spoiler alert, K is for King Kong this year. (laughs) Hey, there you go. The if you guys remember back to the whole hollow earth King Kong Godzilla thing, mm-hmm. if you all remember, I forget which Godzilla movie it was, but they travel to the to, to the center of Earth because apparently Godzilla needs an extra dose of radiation to help get him primed up for a fight. He's chasing the uh, dragon, man. I'm telling you. And, I'm pretty uh, sure that was that was Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, maybe it was. was it? No, I what's so. the one where he fought? Was it the one where he fought Mothra? Maybe? No, not Mothra. What's the multi-headed one? If you hadn't uh, asked me, I could. I know, you. right? But anyway, regardless, one of the one of the characters that played into 2014, the little the leader of Monarch, he actually sacrifices his life, sending off the nuclear bomb so the submarine can get away. Pretty decent movie. But moving forward, let's see. So Ghidorah. Ghidorah. That's yes, a three-headed it, monster. Yes. So we're going to talk about the highest grossing movies for Godzilla. Highest okay. grossing. Okay. So are we going to do highest grossing adjusted for inflation? No, we're just going to do highest grossing. Let's then see. I bet it's the most recent one. Yeah. <laughs> May 2014. Actually, no, we're, we're, we're going to start lower. The the Godzilla 2000 Millennium could be re-released in 2023. That's on the list. It's projected to make huge numbers, but they haven't posted those numbers yet. April made them yet? Huh? Is that because it hasn't made the money yet? I guess, but it's on the list saying it's going to be in the top ten. Okay. The God the April 2014 Godzilla re-release the of the original is number nine. It made 150 thousand. The May 2004 Godzilla. Made by the same Riachio Pictures, made uh, $412,000. Shin Godzilla from Funimation, Funimation Entertainment in October of 2016 made $1.9 million. Pretty good so, investment there. So real quick little side quest. Most people probably know this, but just in case you don't, at that time, 20. 12 2015 starting to get into the the newer garrett edwards godzilla movies Mm -hmm. japan started making brand new ones too yeah and so they were kind of releasing brand new godzilla pictures in america and japan simultaneously that have nothing nothing to do yeah yeah completely different everything and if That's you're trying to digest all the Godzilla you can, that can get very confusing at that point. Guess yes. how I know? Because We're not I, guessing. I tried. I tried. <laughs> it, it, it got confusing there. Sorry. Well, that's why, that's why researching this one was so hard to do. There was a lot of simultaneous releases within the same year. So you kind of had to pick and choose which one you did. Godzilla 1985. From New World Pictures grows mm. four point one million. The original two thousand August two thousand Godzilla two thousand Millennium did ten million dollars. 
Godzilla vs. Kong 2021 did $100 million, $101 million. I'm going to round up because this is America. Number three from Warner Brothers 2019, Godzilla King of the Monsters did $111 million. Godzilla 1998 from Sony Pictures Entertainment did $136 million. Yeah, that was a huge movie, but it was still a piece of shit. And drumroll, please. May 16th, 2014 from Warner Brothers Entertainment. Godzilla grows $201 million. Yeah, it's a big one. That makes sense because at that point, the most recent like big cultural impact was the Roland Emmerich Dino Turd. So it would make sense that people were like excited to see, especially with the leaps and bounds of technology, you know, what you can create on screen. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think Cloverfield probably sparked some ideas that were like, hey, let's revisit this, you know, these kaijus that we've been playing with before. We have the technology to do it better now. Yep. But we're not going to, we're going to follow the, the path that Cloverfield gave us, but we're not going to make it as shaky and vomit inducing. Oh, I, Hey, we've been down this road before. I have a soft spot for found footage films. I personally, not in all cases, but almost every case, I prefer found footage to a regular film. I think there could be something to be said about a Godzilla found footage film. Like, I think that could be interesting, but I think essentially that is what Cloverfield was. So, you know, yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about the Godzilla rankings. Coming in at number 37 was Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla 2002 after re release. We're going to go 37 up? Yeah. Okay. All right. The basic <laughs> consensus of the movie is that a Japanese scientist creates a robotic creature to fight the destructive Godzilla at the end of the movie. Regular Godzilla kills Mecha Godzilla and goes home to the ocean. Coming in at number 36 by Roland Emmerich himself is the 1998 Godzilla with a 20% of Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. So just so I'm clear on what we're doing here, we are going through every single movie and where it ranks. No, we're not. We're, we're just going to start hitting some of these a little bit faster. I'm doing the okay, ones okay. that, you know, okay. 1969 Godzilla's Revenge is number 35. Godzilla 1985, which was released in 1984, is number 34. Godzilla versus Megalone 1976 is number 33. What was Megalone? Godzilla and a flying cyborg jet jaguar. There it is. Meet a giant cockroach and a big black chicken. (laughs) Okay. Okay, how is that not higher? That the, wow, that's the jokes like write themselves. All right, now uh, 2019's Godzilla King of the Monster that came in at number 32. The Terror of Mecha Godzilla 1931. I'm sorry, 1975, number 31. The 2004 Godzilla Final Wars is number 30. King Kong versus Godzilla 1963 is 29. Godzilla versus King Hidoroa 1991 is number 28. Godzilla is that the one where no, no, King Ghidorah is the three-headed dragon. Yeah, yeah King yeah, King King Ghidorah 1991. 
The time is... traveler's efforts to prevent the dinosaur's mutation result in the creation of a three-headed dragon that terrorizes Japan more than the original Godzilla, so they bring the original Godzilla back. There is... I guess it was in the 60s or 70s. There is a Godzilla movie where he fights a King Kong stand-in. It's not King Kong, but it's a giant ape. And I'm I'm wondering what the name of that one is. I'm sure it's going to come up pretty we soon. We might get to it. It's pretty bad. All right. Godzilla versus Space Godzilla 1994. That was a great one. I love that one. <laughs> The 1966 Godzilla versus the Sea Monster is number 26. That one, I think, was one of the last times we actually had Guy in the suit. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the, the 1965 Godzilla versus Monster Zero is number 25. Godzilla 2000, put out in the year 2000, is number 24. The 2018 Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle is number 23. Hmm, I don't uh, know that one. The 2018 Godzilla The Planet Eater is number 22. I'm going to mess up the name on this one, so forgive me. The 2000s Godzilla versus Mega Gurias, whatever, is number 21. The Japanese government has devised a new weapon dubbed the Dimension Tide in their fight against radioactive monster Godzilla. Okay. All right. Son of Godzilla 1967 is number 20. That was a fun one. Ooh. The 1971 Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. It's number 19. A good Smog Monster. <laughs> the synopsis, Godzilla fights pollution in the form of a living sludge found by a scientist and his son. So is that was Captain Planet in that one? <laughs> all right the 2001 godzilla mothra king Ghidorah, the giant monsters all-out attack is the name of the official name of the movie it is number 18 godzilla right godzilla raids again 1959 is number 17 godzilla on monster island from 1972 is number 16 the 2017 godzilla monster planet is number 15 just just so you guys know if you go to Google and type these in, a poster will, will pop up for each one of them. And I got to say, to your point, Danger, I think the, the artwork for some of these is the best part. Because yeah. the posters go so big and so elaborate and nothing in the films can you know, live up to this. It's same with the horror stuff from like the thirties and forties that I love the, the trailers and the posters were so much. They promised so much more than they could deliver. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the artwork on these posters is phenomenal. Ready for yeah. the number 14, the 1989 Godzilla versus the bio Latin tag. The what? The bio Latin tag. Cool. Saying it again didn't help me understand any better. So it's a monster. So the monster dinosaur wrecks Tokyo some more and meets a monster plant created by his own cells in a mutated experience. It's a plant monster that is made from Godzilla cells. Sounds like a Power Rangers villain. The 1968 Destroy All Monsters Godzilla movie is number 13. The it, This one I thought was interesting. It has Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and 
16 other obscure Japanese monsters sent by the she aliens, S H E aliens, to get Earth ready to be colonized by she aliens. They weren't Pro- coming for our leader, if you understood what I mean there. Pro feminist film? I don't. The she aliens? Okay. Death by Snoo Snoo. The 2001 Kong versus Godzilla is number 12. The 2014 Godzilla is number 11. The 1965 Gadira, the three-headed monster, is number 10. Number 9 is the 1992 Godzilla versus Mothra. The number 8 is 2003 Godzilla Tokyo sends out an SOS. The number 7 is Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla 1993. Number six is the 1956 Godzilla King of the Monsters. There it is. Yeah. Number five is the 1974 Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Number four is the 2016 Shin Godzilla. Number three is Godzilla versus the Thing 1964. Yeah. Number two is the original 1954 Godzilla. And the number one Godzilla movie. According to critics, gets a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is the 1995's Godzilla versus the Destroyer? D E S T O R O Y A H Destroyer. Apparently, he's from Boston. Is he also a Kennedy Destroyer? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So. I should save this for the the King Kong episode, but I thought it was so interesting. I wanted to bring it up here. So as you're going through those, I was clicking through some of the movies and something jumped out to me about the, what year was it? The 1962 Godzilla or King Kong versus Godzilla. It says the project began with a story outline devised by King Kong stop motion animator Willis O'Brien around 1960 in which King Kong battles a giant Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And then Frankenstein's monster was replaced with Godzilla in the final, final cut of things. I remember. Yeah. I heard about that too. That would be fun to see. So, all right. All right. Godzilla, not King Kong. (laughs) Not King Kong, but you can't talk about, you can't talk about one without the other. Yeah. They are closely tied. Now, King Kong has tra- has changed hands from Toho and all these other production companies so much. And Toho finally has their, their hands on the final, you know, Godzilla. They pretty much, you know, like legendary pictures to start their monster verse in America, you know, bought it. But then Toho still owns it. So that's why Japan's able to make the movies while America's making the movies, which. Again, can be confusing. It can. Yeah. But the good thing is. Is while some of these movies were done by directors who, what's the word I want to use, are not great, lack specific talent in this genre. It's they they do stick very close to the source material. The hack, Roland Emmerich, as Monster would call him, as anybody with two eyes would call him. Yes. Okay. So, anyways. Right, if you watch that movie, it does show the nuclear testing and the bikini atolls and all that stuff like that. And the, the genetic mutation of it is alluded to Komodo dragons 
it does stick to the source material pretty close. No, the original really, source material, sure. Yes, the original source material. The same quality directing, the same sense of what's the word I want to use for this? The same sense of need and desire to create a well done movie is lacking from the uh, from the Roland Emmerich one versus the original one. But I can't say it was a terrible movie. My kids like the movie because it's got a giant dinosaur in it, essentially. And Matthew Broderick. I mean, you can't be mad with Inspector Gadget. No, you can. You can. You can be bad that he made Inspector Gadget. Was that also made by Roland Emmerich? Because that was a dog turd of a movie. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So I saw the Godzilla, Roland Emmerich's Godzilla, when it came out in theaters. And I walked away from the theater going, that was great. I liked it. But I was also a kid, you know, so it's a kid's movie, you know, even though yep. if Puff Daddy and somebody else had a song on there and it was rage like, against the machine. No, green day, green day. No, no green rage day. had rage had a different song. It was Puff Daddy and Led Zeppelin. It was um, Green Day, Robert Plant. It wasn't all Led Zeppelin. It was just. It Robert was. Plant. It was Puff Daddy rapping over Cashmere, basically, yeah. and it was very and, uncomfortable. At at you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen, however old I was, I was cool with it. I liked it. But then, as I grew older and I got exposed to more of what Godzilla actually is, I very quickly realized that that movie was terrible and how off Godzilla looked just within himself. Godzilla is not supposed to have that big of a head at all. Ever. But again, it's easier to do it with, you know, CG computers, but, but it has that janky nineties CG thing. Of course it does. Yeah. Where as, you know, say what you will, a guy in a suit would have at least moved like a real thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I think the Roland Emmerich version tried to treat Godzilla as if it was, animal that didn't quite understand like it had like very little like it had very simple childish intelligence it whereas was if you watch, whereas if you watch the one with brian cranston in it i forget what year 2014 godzilla the animal is actually very intelligent right it sinks a tuna ship so it can eat and then it you know comes in the land only as needed. It doesn't attack mindlessly. It's a whole different breed of an animal. I just think Roland Emmerich's was more, let's gear this towards a generation that has probably never seen Godzilla or introduce a generation to Godzilla. And this is what we want it to be. I think Roland Emmerich's was, let's gear this towards people that liked Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. I just think they were capitalizing on the whole Jurassic Park thing. You know, Jurassic Park came out in 94, right? So. Mm -hmm. so, hey, big dinosaurs are cool. Let's make a big dinosaur movie. We can't call it Billy and the Clonosaurus, so we'll call it Godzilla. Why not? And I think that just like with all of his movies, he doesn't really have any affinity for the source material. He's not trying to make a well thought out thought-provoking film he's trying to make a boom explodey movie and he did he's he trying to be michael bay 
Yeah, he he is the wish.com Michael Bay for sure. He's he's and, Michael Flay. <laughs> and, and it's fine. Like I I know like the running gag here is that I think he's the worst director ever and I do, but I think <laughs> And I do. Yeah. But ultimately <laughs> The gag it, is correct. <laughs> it is just cheesy schlock for cheesy schlock's sake. So, I can't be that mad at it. It's just not for me. Like I don't ha- I don't have fun. They are fun for some people, they are not fun for me. I don't. So monster, I want you to name your favorite Roland Emmerich movie. Ooh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me let me pull up a list. Let me look. Well, Danger's on IMDb right yeah. now. I saw yeah. him move his mouth. I know what he's Roland doing. Emmerich. Okay. And it has to be one you've seen. It can't you can't just pull up there and be like, well, I haven't heard of this one. It's probably good. Right, 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 yeah. right. Okay. I would probably say out of the ones I'm looking at here, yeah, yeah, easily hands down Stargate for sure. That oh, would okay. actually be mine as well. Yeah, if I were to say. Stargate uh, was pretty good. Now I've heard Universal Soldier is good, but I have not seen it. It's it's fine. What? John Claude Van Damme? I have seen White House Down, and it was okay. I didn't hate it. Didn't see that one. That that looked like a ripoff of Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, they're basically the same movie. Yeah, they are the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Actually, possibly the Patriot. That was actually the next thing I was thinking myself. Which 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 Patriot? The one with Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Okay, got it. Good. Okay. Which Patriot are you talking about? Because that's the only Patriot I know of. Well, there's a Patriot by Steven, the uh, Patriot movie called movie called The Patriot by Steven Seagal. No Steven Seagal movie is my favorite movie. But if I'm being completely honest, I don't know that I have ever seen The Patriot from start to finish. So that's really? why I went with Stargate. Yeah, yeah. I went yeah. to I went to a drive-in theater smuggled in the back of a the back of a car in the trunk of a car to see the patriot when it first came out why were they smuggling you into a drive-in theater so we didn't have to pay for the extra person okay okay sorry my drive-in theater it was pay per car it wasn't so you could pack as many people as you wanted into the minivan minivan was like eight bucks so Hmm. oh no it was this was like seven dollars a person and i worked at jiffy lube so it's not like, you know, I had money to spend. I was buying Boone's Farms and cigarettes. I really didn't have the funding for a but drive-in yeah, movie. But you had the funding for more Boone's Farms and cigarettes. <laughs> you find the money for those things. Priorities. It's, it's Boone's Farm. You know, now that I'm older, speaking of Boone's Farm, and we're already off topic, so why not? Right? I bought a bottle of Boone's Farm the last time Liz went out of town, and I was like, how sophisticated has my taste progressed in life? You know, I drink bourbon. I drink rum. I've never drank beer, so I can't, I can't speak on beer. It's good. But I opened yes, a bottle of nice. Boone's Farm, <laughs> and the smell alone was Ugh. like, it wasn't even nostalgic. It was like, what am I doing? I am 41 years old. Why am I buying a $5 bottle of alcohol? So I guess this is a good time to tell all of our listeners that if you go to boonsfarm.com slash danger, Sarge, it's not going to work. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and if it did, they weren't going to give us any deals. Not after no. that ringing endorsement. 
but it does work if you go to podbean.com slash dangerousarge and you can get a free month of podcast service read the terms and conditions because they're important and i don't want to hear you complain if you didn't read it so and i would highly recommend reading them before you crack open that boons farm so you can comprehend them better oh yeah boons farms was like drinking straight gasoline i mean i was like what was i doing as a kid granted Back when I was buying it, it was like $2.75 a bottle. And we're talking the size of a wine bottle. So what is that? A liter? That's not a liter. That's 750 milliliters. Is that what I it is? I don't, I don't one. know. But Monster, your yeah. wife drinks wine. How much How much is in a wine bottle? I Her favorite is Mallow Point, and it comes in a great big bottle. <laughs> I'm not exactly <laughs> wait, wait, wait. sure. It's all right. Monster's Monster's wife has to be an alcoholic to deal with Monster. So just chase your Boone's Farm with Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, and you're good. Actually, what was it? Uh, Camo Sixty Five. Well, if you ever decide you would like to try a beer, which is (laughs) bizarre that you've never had one, let us know. I think Danger and I know a thing or two about beer. I'll buy you a nice six pack of Southpaw. I would rather drag my balls over broken glass than drink beer. That's fine. So, speaking of balls, Godzilla. <laughs> Does Godzilla yeah, have balls? No. That's all, no. That's all I had. That's what I parsed out for Godzilla, because the original stuff was like seven pages long, and it was getting into each individual movie at least a little bit, and I timed it out just talking about it without you guys in here interjecting or stealing thunder. Or taking your shirt off or talking about Luke's favorite director and just talking it out amongst myself naturally was like an hour and 37 minutes. So if we would have added you guys into it, it would have hit the two hour mark and I wasn't happy. It would have been a two part episode. Yeah. So Godzilla, there is so much. And I've tried to just sit down and read about Godzilla, just went down a Godzilla rabbit hole and I spent hours just sucked into Godzilla land. And you know, if you want to talk about, you could section off Godzilla into decades, start in the fifties, mm-hmm. do fifties and sixties, and so forth. There's just so much because then you have on top of the movies, you have all the TV shows. Speaking of which, I am really looking forward to that new TV show. I had it up just a second ago, and then I clicked off of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, is the the new Godzilla TV show the the Monarch one that just came out? Just a bit ago. It came out on Apple TV. I don't have Apple TV, so I gotta wait till I can find it somewhere and watch it. Oh yeah? Yeah. It's got one of the guys from Workaholics in it. And mm. quite interested. I think it's always easier for a comedian or a comedic actor to go serious than serious actor to go comedic. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And I I am one hundred percent certain that he will do just fine in that. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that new Godzilla show. I would make some sort of comment about how I wish they would stop making 10 hour series, blah, blah, blah. But they're making like three new Godzilla movies as we speak. So if I want to watch anything new Godzilla, it's there. (laughs) Yeah, it's coming. And I, I recommend the new Godzilla stuff. I, I've enjoyed all of it. Of course, I've got a soft spot for Godzilla. Everything I've seen so far. I like, I'm interested to see, the Godzilla minus zero just because I think that is Japanese. That's not really a soft reboot, but kinda, but the Japanese interpolation. So more excited about that than another American 
Godzilla? Interpolation or interpretation? Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. All right. As we end this episode, we're doing something new season five. So what we do here is we're going to ask each each one of my co-hosts here what they've been up to. So danger. Other than getting into contact with your emo side and getting with Monster about how to put on guyliner, what have you been up to? My emo side. What? Oh, the yeah. Refer- call back to the opening. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Here, <laughs> here's the advice for the guyliner. Have your wife do it for you. I can't do it myself. <laughs> you will poke yourself in the eye. So yes. Um, yeah. Honestly, the last week or so, I really haven't been putting down anything new i still sit down and just put on ghost adventures to turn my brain off at night because it's just a brainless tv thing to watch if i sit down and read i end up just not even reading several pages because my brain won't stop but yeah i aside from just listening to music that we're doing for breakdowns i haven't really been consuming anything new as far as media goes nice all right monster what have you how's your band doing Shameless Fine. plug. It's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, we're not really up to much right now. Our singer was one of the main actors at Spooky Woods, the haunted attraction around here for Halloween. And now he is the Grinch for their Christmas thing. So we've sort of just been kind of enjoying the downtime. Personally, I'm very much enjoying it. This time of year is hectic enough with oh, holidays sure. and my birthday is December 9th. My one of my daughter's birthdays is December 21st. So there's enough going on. I don't need shows and practice and stuff mixed in there. But right, we are Mike. getting ready to release a new single December 1st. I think by the time this comes out, that'll already be out. It's already out on the radio. It's gotten some play and it, it seems to be doing pretty well but we're going to release it to streaming and we did shoot a video still has a long way to go before it's ready to come out, but it's, it's coming. Nice. Nice. And what about you, Sarge? What have you been up to? Just going over all the content we make, making changes, suggestions. God, going to a new gym. Going to start vlogging here soon as part of the stuff we're going to be tempting to do to reach more people i've just been handling the more crap side of the house i guess you could say of danger and sarge so you've been doing plumbing yeah sure uh let's get everything running smoothly shall we but anyways that's about it all right ladies and gentlemen make sure you check us out on facebook.com slash danger sarge actually go to google type in danger and sarge we actually pop up within a couple a couple scrolls there at this point pages (laughs) scrolls uh, let's see let, 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 let me tell you for sure hit us up on our x i was gonna say twitter but it's x hit us up on x at danger sarge hit danger himself on twitter talk to him he needs he needs a buddy sometimes we use the buddy system around here let's see let's go to old google and see where we're at now let's, whoop. danger and Boosh. We're actually number one when it first pops up. Cool. That's actually pretty cool. We are it shows our Apple Podcast site, our Spotify, our Instagram. Apparently, there's a Danger and Sarge audiobook and original. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So yeah, sorry guys. I've been working on that for the past couple months. I meant to tell Audacity. You. I have no idea what Audacity is. 
I'm sorry, it's not Audacity. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's our podcast. Pod it's another hosting service, I guess. Podtail, the Danger and Sarge cast. Pinterest, Danger and Sarge. We're on, we're on Pinterest. <laughs> what? Podbean has been putting in work. Yeah, we. your Breakdowns for Breakfast logo is the right next to the is for on the image search or Facebook page. I was going to say, that would be nice if they could get some logos corrected. But, you know, other than that. <laughs> Listen notes. Podbean. Podbean has our individual episodes. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. So, yeah, hit us up on Google. All of our crap's on there. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving us your time. Thanks for giving us your patronage. Drop us a, drop us an email on dangerandsarge at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Facebook. Drop a like. Drop a follow. Comment on your favorite episode. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. We take criticism rather well. Other than that, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Later. All right. Later, all. It's over. Done. Done.